Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Just go to work, make money, cook, clean, go to bed, wake up the next day. If you keep doing that without any clear purpose of God in our own life. You know, God created us to be unique with unique gifts, talents. I believe God did not put me to be a Thai man who came to America for no reason. God has specific purpose and calling for your life. You need to find that purpose. You need to find that calling. And then out of that calling, can I see the vision, what you want to see in the future. God is going to lead you step by step. But when you live day by day without a clear direction, your life is going to be bored. And one day when you die and you go to heaven, you stand in front of the judgment seat of Christ, and you stand there, oh, Jesus, I get by. I just survived to come to heaven now. Sorry, Jesus. I live day by day. I have not done anything for you. Then you will go to heaven, bare hand, no rewards. But if you find your calling, you live according to the calling and run the race and do the best for God, God going to give you resources, joy, faith, manpower. He's going to open the right door for you. You keep running the race, keep running the race and do what God called you to do. On the last day, before you take the last breath before you die, you say, oh, I have done my best. I run my race. I finish my course with joy. The thing that God called me to do is done. Lord, I'm ready. Take me home. And when we get to heaven, we stand before Jesus. And Jesus would say, this is not just for pastor, for every believer. Jesus would say this way, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in little things. Come here to enjoy your eternal life. And this is the crowd of glory for you. This is a crowd of righteousness. That is your mansion. You want to be in the waterfront. You have waterfront mansion. You want to have the snow-capped mountain in front of your house. You're going to have the snow-capped mountain, waterfront. And you also ask, that your mansion is next to Pasada. Yes, your mansion is next to Pasada. And also Pastor Lima and Pastor Mary May. So we're going to be in the same village together because we run the same vision. And that will be for eternity. Amen. I enjoy life so much, not because of material, but I enjoy life so much because I'm doing something God called me to do. I want to share a little bit, go along with Pastor Darcy. Since I became a new believer, I always want to find out what God wants me to do. So he started my life with being a helper of American missionary, Southern Baptist American missionary. He said, help this couple. I said, yes, Lord, I'm going to help this couple. So I helped them, and God trained me to be pastor and teacher. And after that, God moved me to America. I just want to be a neurosurgeon, have a nice house somewhere, 
But then God said, "No, no, no, no. You need to start a church." I obey again. I started a church in 1988, and after that, the church keep growing. The only thing I know at that time, I'm gonna pastor people. I'm gonna teach them, take care of them, a shepherd, looking after people. Then one day, I got touched by the fire of God. The Holy Spirit came on me, and He moved my tongue, and I spoke spoke in tongue for a long time. This is during. Preaching time, not even laying out of hand. I was sitting there. God just keep touching my tongue, and I just listening to the sermon, and my tongue keep moving. And then God spoke to me, "Son, from now on, I will anoint your preaching. I will help you to preach in English and in Thai, and your voice gonna be anointed because I touch your tongue." And after that, He said to me, "Produce a lot of teaching to feed my sheep." Produce and don't charge anybody. Don't make money out of this. You're gonna do it for free to feed my sheep. Don't use this as a business. To a lot of preacher in America are rich. You know they they make a lot of money by selling their product. But we're not gonna do that. He say give it for free. So after that, it's so clear. My preaching was changed, and then he said to me, "You're gonna preach to the nations." I was thinking to the nations. Uh, I don't know how to speak German. I don't know how to speak Mandarin. I don't know how to speak French. I don't know how to speak Vietnamese and uh, Khmer, Cambodian. I don't know how to speak many languages. But suddenly, God sent video team to me, Noi, Kulim, and God gave us material, the equipment, and then suddenly somebody from. Africa show up in my church, and they speak French. They are young adult. They approach me. We should record in French. I say, Oh, really? So we began to produce teaching in French. And suddenly, somebody from Cambodia contact me and say, I like your preaching. Can I have the group of people who translate the teaching for Joyce Meyer translate for you? And I say, Sure. I send the clip to them. They put. Their voice in Cambodia in my mouth, so I speak Cambodian. When you watch in Cambodia, <laughs> it's so funny. Pastor, how <laughs> some people say this Japanese guy speak Cambodian <laughs> because I look like Japanese. We produce maybe almost fifty lesson already in the internet. Then somebody show up in my church, speak Vietnamese, and they say, "I love your teaching. I want Vietnamese people to hear the teaching from New Hope." Let's record in Vietnamese. Suddenly, we have Vietnamese teaching, and then another group of people, Hmong people, say we want teaching in Hmong too. Start to come up language by language. So now we have altogether eight languages: English, Thai, German, French, Vietnamese, Mandarin, Cambodian, and Hmong. I don't know. Maybe more gonna come in the future. I'm gonna be so busy. This is why I stopped being a neurosurgeon because too busy to do eight languages. So I want to encourage all of you. And it's so fun to be able to bless the nations, to see people saved. I got message in the YouTube. People get healed. Some people in France listen, and demon come out of them by they're listening to the teaching. And the husband gets saved. The kid gets saved. So it's so fun to really preach the gospel and bless the nations of different languages. Amen. I want you to really live your life for the kingdom of God. 
for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe God has specific plan and calling for you. Amen. This afternoon, I will have a short teaching so that we have time to minister to you. I would like to talk about stubborn faith. Stubborn, not being stubborn. Don't be stubborn, but have a stubborn faith. A never give up faith. Amen. Never give up faith. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the sword of spirit, all these things, the belt of truth. Put on them. Put on. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. All of us face some evil days, some disappointing day, some negative days, something bad happened in the evil days because we have the enemies. Our enemies are Satan, demons, fallen angels, the world system, and our sinful nature. So we are living in the world with warfare all the time. We are in the spiritual warfare. And having done all, Having done all, sometimes I heard some preachers say this way, you don't need to do anything. By the grace of God, he will help you everything. That is a false teaching. You have to do your part. Faith without actions is not true faith. If you really have faith, you have to do your part. You have done all. For example, I build my family. I need to do the best I can to be a best husband. I need to do the best to train my children, be a good example to my children and grandchildren. I work hard to feed my family. I have to do everything the best I can according to the Bible. I need to do my part. I have done all. And after that, having done all, to stand firm. What does it mean here? Why the Bible say, we're going to face the evil day, having done all, and then stand firm. What does it mean? It means this way. When you have done your best to get well physically, to be healthy, but your health is not changed. For example, maybe 10 years ago, I traveled to Japan to help one church that lost the pastor. So I went there to help build up again. I went to Japan and I got attacked by the enemy. I faced evil days. Suddenly, I have severe, bad eczema in Japan. I woke up with rash all over my body. And that rash kept getting worse and worse and worse to the point that I have to take prednisone or steroid. My face puffed up. I gained weight. I look red because the steroid caused you to get fat and to look terrible. But if I don't take it, I cannot perform surgery. It's so painful in my hand, eczema, very painful. My back have rash all over. And I was thinking about retiring so many times, but I was too young to retire at that time. So I don't want to quit my job as a neurosurgeon. Every time I put the nail into people's back for back fusion, my hand hurts so much. I want to cry. I pray. I have done my best. I changed from antiseptic in front of the operating room to alcohol. I changed my eating habit. 
I tried everything. I went to see doctor. I did everything in the natural as a doctor. Nothing wrong to do everything in the natural as a doctor or see the doctor, but my condition still kept getting worse. And the only thing I need to do at that time for a few years is to stand. Every morning I woke up. I say, "By the stripes of Jesus Christ, I was healed." I didn't even say. I did not say I am healed. I say I was healed. It's a past tense. I like that. Past tense. It's done. Every day I say, "By His stripes, I was healed." I drove my car to the hospital. I was healed, and I look at my hand, still red, still hurt. But I was standing. I never gave up my faith, stubborn faith. Even nothing changed for a long time, for years. I mean, this happened for four years. It's not fun at all. Pastor Dan, no, we went to mission trip in Germany, and 2 a.m. I walked down from the room and I cry in the lounge area. I cry because it's so painful, so painful. But Suddenly, one night, I woke up. I went to bed. Woke up one morning, gone. The skin looked like a baby, and still now look like a baby. All the trace of the inflammation all gone overnight. After I claim and claim and stand in my faith for many years, but I never gave up. When you treat some people very well, you're so kind to your wife. Oh no, baby, chain opposite. You're so kind to your husband, but your husband still mean to you. They're not kind to you. He abuse you. It's you try for years, but your husband never change. But you keep praying. You keep standing in faith. God. I believe my husband gonna be slapped. No, no, gonna be changed by you one day. <laughs> my husband gonna be transformed by your power. He gonna repent. He gonna change. And you keep standing. That you gonna keep being kind to your husband. Do good to your husband. I need to change because <laughs> otherwise look like the the lady look bad. Now the husband look bad. It's okay. So you keep doing that. And eventually, one day, he turn around, and he become nice to you, because you have a stubborn faith, and you kept claiming, speaking, declaring, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You you keep speaking. My husband gonna change. My family gonna be blessed. My marriage gonna be fruitful. You keep believing and speaking. Or maybe you work so hard in the company, and you expect promotion. You work so hard, you're the best employee, and you think that the promotion gonna come in January. But what happened in January? Your boss promoted somebody else, and you miss the promotion. It fell through. So you have two choices: get discouraged, give up, complain, curse God. Curse your boss, or you're gonna still stand and say Jesus became poor 
so that I might be rich. Jesus gave me victory. I'm gonna stand on this. God gonna open the right door for me, and I'm gonna be promoted, or I'm gonna get a very good job. God will take care of me, no matter what man has done to me. I'm gonna stand in my faith of the promises of God. The promises of God is a yes and amen. What does it mean? Yes mean I agree, and amen say yes. It's gonna happen to me. I believe. I stand firm. I'm gonna stand firm. What does it mean? Stand. When you stand, what do you do? It means you're not gonna go anywhere. You stand firm. You keep trusting God. Nothing around you gonna shake you or move you. You're gonna get not gonna get frustrated. You're not gonna complain. You're not gonna keep up. You're not gonna walk away. You just keep standing there. Okay. No matter what happened, I'm not going. I'm gonna be here. I stand and I never give up on my faith. I will not be childish to walk away and cry and throw the tantrum. I'm gonna stay in peace. I'm gonna rest in the Lord, and I know that the promises of God will come true for my life. The vision that He gave to me gonna come true for my life. Amen. And if you can do that, you're gonna see the victory eventually. You may be praying for your children to turn back to God. They backslid. They walk away from God, and you keep standing, standing until your children turn around. Never give up. Be stubborn. Be stubborn in your faith, because you know that what God started, He will finish it. What He promised. Shall be done, Amen. He is not a man who shall lie. He say in the Bible, it shall come to pass if you keep believing and never give up. Philippians chapter one verse six, the Bible say in New King James version, being confident of this very thing, that he, he, who has begun a good work in you, will complete it. Until the day of Jesus Christ, everyone say, God, who has begun the good work in me, will complete it. So, can we trust God? Should we stand on? Never give up. Amen. No matter what happened, just stand on your faith, on the promises of God. On what Jesus did for you on the cross, on what He paid for you at the cross, He, if sickness problem, fight with that sickness. Never give up. Keep speaking. Keep declaring. Keep commanding the sickness to go away, no matter how long it takes. You never give up. Amen. God is looking for people with stubborn faith. God will be pleased if you have stubborn faith. You keep believing. You keep speaking positive, speaking the promises. You keep declaring. You don't walk by sight. You don't walk by what you feel, what you see. You walk by faith in the promise of God. So you keep believing. You keep declaring, speaking, and not only that, you keep thanking God, even though you don't see the answer. You know, one of the key of receiving the answer from God is to say thank. 
I learned that from my own experience. Because one day I and Pastor Da were walking in a shopping mall in London named Harrod. I think Harrod is a Harrod, 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 and that is the high-class shopping mall. So we were standing in the area that you see the uh, purse, Chanel purse. So I was standing there, kind of relaxed, and all the lady look at the Chanel. Suddenly, somebody got on their knees and put their hands like this on my feet. Daddy, my second daughter. Daddy, thank you so much for the Chanel purse. She thanked me before she get the purse. I think three thousand dollars, something like that. So she got it. But why Pastor Da is picking up the Chanel purse for the middle daughter who thanked me before she got the purse? Pastor Da say it's not fair. I think I should buy for the oldest daughter too. So we bought two. So both of them got it. So sometimes you thank God for something, the other person get it too. The blessing flow. Keep thanking God. Keep doing the best for God. Keep doing what God called you to do. Keep going. Don't stop. If God called you to be in the worship team, and something happened, you keep serving in the worship team. God called you to be a good wife. Keep being a good wife. Just treat your husband with respect. Love him. Respect him. Amen. Keep doing the right thing. Don't give up. Giving up is not an option. Quitting is not a choice. Don't quit. Don't give up, because you know that what God has promised you will eventually come to pass. Because God never lies. But it's a matter of faith. I like the Bible say, faith. Three things come together to see the result, to see the victory. Faith work it by love. So when you have faith, you need to mix with love. Two, faith and patience. You see the fulfillment of the promise of God when you mix faith with endurance or patience. You need to mix them together, and eventually you will see the result. The Bible say clearly that if you want to have Victory in this life, we need to have faith. First John chapter five verse four: For whatever is born of God is victorious. How many people want to be called victor? How many people want to be called victim? Huh? Victim, victim. <laughs> Who are the victor? Who are the victims? Okay, no one in this room are victims. We are victors, victorious over the world. I mean, the the problem in this world, the evil days, and this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. This is the key. If you want to see victory in your life in any aspect, stand on your faith. Stand on the word of God. Don't give up. Keep claiming, speaking, doing the best, honoring God. Keep thanking God, even though you don't see the outcome yet. Keep thanking God, and you're gonna see the victory in your life. Matthew 17 verse 20 say, "He replied, because you have so little faith, 
I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, "Move from here to there," and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Wow! Nothing will be impossible for you when you have even a level of mustard seed faith. Faith is so important. This is the reason why I produce so many teachings in YouTube and internet in these eight languages. Why? Because I know that God's people cannot have faith without hearing the truth, and faith comes by hearing the truth. So if you keep listening to the truth, you're gonna have victory. You're gonna have a breakthrough. You're gonna see the answer from God. You're gonna move the mountain in your life. Bad things gonna be gone when you have so much faith in your heart. I remember one time we moved to another home. We want to sell the home, so we end up with two mortgages. We bought one home. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Pastor Da walk into that house and she say, "I like this house." Okay, la. I buy this house for you, but. I haven't sold the other house yet, so after we move in, we have two mortgages. It's not fun, a lot of money. I don't like to pay mortgage. By the time we move into that house, the house market crash, so no one buy the house. It's hard to sell the house because the market was so bad at that time. I was just praying and praying and praying, and nothing happened. One month went by, another month went by. We don't want to keep paying mortgage. We thought we're gonna sell the house in one month. But interesting, I was standing at the counter in my kitchen, and I start to pray. I pray in tongues. I pray in the heavenly language. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart. Supernatural faith. I know, very supernatural. Like whoop, the faith rise up at that one second. And he also spoke to me. Pray right now by faith that you're gonna sell your house in a month, and with this amount of money. So I speak right away. One month, my house gonna be sold at this amount of money by faith. I spoke it, I declare it by faith, strong faith by the Holy Spirit. One month gone at the amount that I spoke. Faith gives you victory. You can command the mountain to move, but you need to walk in faith. The Bible talk about stubborn faith. The Bible talk about being consistent, persistent. Don't give up. Look at Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 13. And he said to them, "Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, 'Friend, lend me three loaves.' This is lending, not even asking for. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him." And he will answer from within, from inside the house, and say, "Do not trouble me. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you." I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, because of his stubbornness, stubborn faith. 
He will rise. He keep knocking the door. He did not walk away when the guy said no. He keep knocking. He will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, Jesus said, I say to you, ask, it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if you ask for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Amen. This scripture talk about stubborn faith. You don't give to me now. I'm not going to stop asking. I'm not going to stop knocking. I'm going to keep asking, calling, declaring, commanding. I'm going to keep. In faith, I'm not going to give up, keep knocking, knocking, knocking until I get the answer. I like what the Bible says that He will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Do you know why? Let me explain quickly here. This is how God works. Jesus came into the world as a man, the man who never sinned. He died on the cross to take all the bad things on Himself at the cross. And he offered to you all the good things we call exchange. In Thai, people call yun mu yun mao. We exchange, okay? So in Thai, say I give you cat, you give me. No, give me pig. I give you, I give you pig, you give me cat. We exchange pig and cat. That is in Thai slang. Pick and cat be exchanged. So God gave us the good things, and He took away from us the bad things. So Jesus is our way to heaven. He bought. He is the one who pay money, pay His blood to give us the way to receive from the Father. When we ask for good things, we ask the Father in heaven. A few days ago, two old believers, American Christian, came to my house. And they asked me, "How do you pray?" I said, "You don't even know how to pray. I don't know." I said, "Simple. You pray to the Father for the good things, in the name of Jesus. When you want a good job, you pray to the Father, not to Jesus. In the name of Jesus, because Jesus is the one who paid the gift for you through Him. If you want the bad things to go away from your life, you don't ask the Father. You command them to go away." You don't ask the Father to take away bad things. You command them to go away in the name of Jesus. That's why the Bible talk about you command the mountain to move. Mountain is a bad things in your life. But when you ask for good things, maybe you ask for a spouse, for a girlfriend, for a job, for a promotion, for a good job. You ask the Father in the name of Jesus. But you know who is working on this planet Earth to make it happen? When the Father in heaven say yes, get it, 
He said, yes, go down to the earth to us. But who was moving the heart of your boss? Who will bring a godly, nice-looking gentleman to you to marry to? Who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who moving and working on earth. That's why Jesus say in this scripture that how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So you need to depend on the grace of the Holy Spirit to bring in good things, to work in the heart of your children to obey you, to go to church with you, work in the heart to be a good student. You need the Holy Spirit to work for you on earth. But the key is stubborn faith. Don't give up. My next question. Do you think I have perfect faith? No. I don't have a perfect faith. I still grow in faith every year. Definitely, my faith this year is much better than 10 years ago. We all still growing in faith. We all still learning and growing in faith. The key is don't stop growing. Keep building your faith more and more and more. Year 2023, you will have more faith than this year. Year 2024, you're going to have more faith than year 2023. Your faith should keep growing and growing every year. And as your faith keeps growing, you're going to see more miracles, more victory, more breakthroughs, more blessing. Your prayer will get answered easily. God answered your prayer more than before because your faith is so strong. Your stubborn faith is stronger than before. Now the key is, how can we grow our faith? I'm going to stop. I'm going to finish here. I give you at least three keys how to grow in faith. Number one, Romans chapter 10 verse 17 say, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. During the pandemic, I feel so sad to many people, including Christians. All these Christians spend so much time listening to the things in the internet about COVID, about vaccine, about Republican, about Democrat, about politics. I feel that it's a waste of time. You have only 24 hours a day. And I notice that Christians who do this, that listen to all this conspiracy theory, all this bad news about vaccine, about COVID, about death, about terrible things, all the politic things, their faith go down and they become mean and start to hate people, start to complain about government, start to curse people, leave the church and their life going downhill because they listen to the wrong thing. I don't want to spend time listening to conspiracy theory. Waste of my time. The Bible is so big. I don't even have enough time to listen to the whole Bible yet. Why waste my time? I'd rather listen to the Word of God. I'd rather read the Bible. I'd rather read the Bible out loud. All this politics will not help me. I tell you the truth. The politics will not help me. The key is faith in God. So keep 
reading the Bible out loud, listening to the sermon, build your faith by feeding yourself on the Word of God. I have been doing that in the past two years during the pandemic. I'm still fine. I'm still happy. God protects me. My church doing well. No one died of COVID because we have faith. Is that right? Don't waste time with conspiracy thing in. Oh, I tell you, all these people produce so that they can become famous and they can make money out of you. Because you watch the YouTube more, they get more pay more, and you are the one who lose because you listen to wrong things. Don't listen to those things. Listen to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Number two, First Corinthians chapter twelve, verses eight and nine. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. To another one, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Let me explain to you this scripture quickly here. Okay, this is quite deep now. We have different kind of faith. The first one is we call faith of salvation. One day you decide to believe in Jesus. You repent of your sin. You believe that Jesus died on the cross for you, and you bow down and say, "Jesus, come into my life. I believe you are the Son of God." You are my Lord and my Savior. You were raised from the dead on the third day. Boom! That simple faith take you to heaven and make you born again. That is the first kind of faith. The first faith that open door to step into the kingdom. It's the second kind of faith called growing faith. The growing faith is in Romans chapter 10 verse 17. You keep growing in your faith, like you go to the gym. And you keep doing this, and the muscle get bigger and bigger. You keep listening to the word, and your faith keep growing and growing every year. That is a second kind of faith that we all have to do homework to listen to the word of God. Three, supernatural faith. The supernatural faith comes by the Holy Spirit. That what happened to me in the kitchen that day. When I was filled with the Holy Spirit because I was praying in tongues, suddenly the Holy Spirit dropped faith into my heart. Boom! Supernatural to move the mountain. This can happen to you when the Spirit of God moves in you. Supernatural faith that comes from the Spirit of the Living God. So what it means here? Number one. Now I'm gonna talk about practical point. Okay, practical point. Why I spend one hour this morning lay hand on your guy? Actually, I can be a lazy pastor and say, "Hey, noon already. Have good lunch. Bye bye." And I leave and I go have lunch, and you all go have lunch. Why I spend time lay hand on you? You may think that this guy is crazy. Why he love to lay hand? I tell you, one of the reason is in. Hear this scripture, because the more Holy Spirit on you, more measure of the Holy Spirit on you. Number one, through the laying on of hands. Two, the more you practice being sensitive, receiving the Holy Spirit, yielding to the Holy Spirit, the more the easier He can boom fade into you. Because if you don't practice, you understand the word practice. 
When I opened the skull, the first case in my life in Thailand, they call craniotomy. Craniotomy means cut the skull off to take the tumor out. The first case to take the blood clot out from the brain, it took me four hours. The last case I did in America, the last case that I took the clot out, it took me one and a half hours. Why? Okay, go to drink some coffee. Why? Because of practice. After I operate on 1,000 heads, I know exactly what to do. Boom, 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 boom. I don't waste time. The first case, like, uh, what's next? Okay, here, this way. How to stop the bleeding here? The same thing. When you come out to be prayed for, you are practicing being sensitive to the Holy Spirit little by little. So one day when you need faith to lay hand on your wife, your mom, your dad who gets sick, you can connect to the Holy Spirit and build faith right away. Boom! Faith come in by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, be healed. Bam! Healed. That's why as a pastor who understands the biblical principle and want your guy to be successful, to be powerful, to be full of faith. I need to keep laying on of hand and train you how to be hooked up to the Holy Spirit and how to receive the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Now you understand my heart? I'm not just doing that to show off. No, I don't have the attitude of showing off at all. I just want to help you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That's why what kind of church you attend is so important. If you go to church that lay hand every week, 52 times a year and go to church that never lay hand for 52 weekends, it's going to be different in 10 years. The two person. One person so sensitive. Another person. I'm sick right now. I'm going to die. My mom gets sick. Oh, I pray for her. Maybe God will heal you. I don't know. But if you go to the church that's full of faith, full of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> healed, done. It's so important what kind of church you go to. Amen? Number three. In the book of Acts, I don't remember what chapter and what verse. I can find for you. The people say, this guy Peter, I think he was a normal man. He was a fisherman. But why he's so powerful? And then the Bible says, because he hang out with Jesus. Association is so important. Because Peter associated with Jesus. The faith of Jesus flow into him. The anointing of Jesus come upon him. You know the mighty men of David? The mighty men of David were very outcast people, if you read the Bible. But David was a giant killer. He killed lion, he killed bear. He was anointed to be fighter. He's so anointed, so full of faith. All these outcast people called mighty men of David came with him, went out of Jerusalem to help him. Later on, if you read the story of all these mighty men, they all were giant killers, fighter. They were all strong in being the soldiers. Why? Because what in King David? Pass into them by association. 
That's why you need to hang around with people of faith. Then you have more faith. Very important. What association you have in your life? So three things: faith come by hearing the word. Two, faith come by the supernatural impartation of the Spirit of God. It's a supernatural faith for the certain situation that you can command the wind to stop, the mountain to move. Three. Faith that come by association that you keep growing because you associate with people of faith, and as your faith grow, you're gonna have a stubborn faith, and you're gonna see victory in your life for yourself, for your spouse, for your kids, for your church members, friends, your work, your business, your ministry, your marriage, everything because you are people of faith. Amen. Everyone says stubborn faith. Stubborn. How many people are gonna practice what you learned today? You learn something. Yes. Are you gonna keep knocking? Yes. You're gonna be persistent. Yes. Are you gonna keep up? No. Are you gonna complain? No. Are you gonna throw in a towel? No. Are you gonna keep thanking God? Yes. Knocking, asking, yes. <laughs> speaking, yes. speaking the promise of God. Yes. Amen. Yes. Keep commanding the mountain to go away. Yes. Don't give up. Amen. We're gonna be people of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us about the strong faith, how to grow in faith, how to walk in the stubborn faith, never give up faith. Lord, we're gonna stand. We are not gonna lie down. We're not gonna crawl or check. We're gonna stand after having done all. We will not give up to see the fulfillment of the promises of God, fulfillment of Your word in our life, Lord. We're gonna see victory, Father, and You will get all the glory. We're gonna boast about You because we know that when we receive the answer from You, when we see the miracle, the healing, the breakthrough, the victory, we know and we know, Lord, they are not from our ability. But they come to us by your grace, and we receive your grace by faith. You get all the glory, Lord. Lord, this afternoon, when I lay hand on my brothers and sisters, your Holy Spirit will be imparted to them and give them the gifts of faith. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.